welcome to the weekly podcast of Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Reverend Ron Parker, former pastor of Epworth United Methodist Church, spoke on Sunday, July 18, 2010. His sermon was titled, A Basket of Summer Fruit. Neglecting the present is what often makes us inhuman. The lectionary reading is Amos chapter 8, verses 1 through 12, and Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. I used to read self-help books, but now that I have time to work in my garden, I don't need self-help books anymore. (laughs) Gardening is full of lessons for life, like nurture is part of nature, life is full of surprises, location is is as important to plants as it is to businesses. Cultivation requires patience, and the glories of the past are compost for the future, (laughs) and on and on. But no garden lesson is more important than this, and that is nothing lasts forever. I know that, but I can't seem to remember it when I'm working in my garden. Nothing lasts forever. I have some beautiful flowers blooming in my garden right now. I bought them several years ago at Annie's Annuals out in Richmond. Actually, the place is now called Annie's Annuals and Perennials. I liked it better when it was just Annie's Annuals because it didn't fall victim to the fantasy that something, especially a plant, is forever. It's not. Anyway, back to my yellow flowers. When I bought the bulbs, I put a tag on a stake at the end of the row so I would always know what they were. They had one of those long Latin names that I can never remember. But somewhere in the years of digging up and replanting and moving around, I lost the tag. And of course, the most transient thing of all is my memory. And so now I no longer know the name of these flowers. Nothing lasts forever. But even more, It is the nature of these blossoms that speaks most clearly to my point this morning. Their beautiful yellow blossoms last only one day. One came out this morning. This one came out yesterday morning. They are a perfect reminder of the nature of gardening and the nature of life. Nothing is permanent. Whenever someone comes to see my garden, I invariably want to say, you should have been here last week. (laughs) Or things are a little slow now, they'll be better next week. Gardening is, or should be, a matter of enjoying the moment while planning for a future that may or may not come to pass. Nevertheless, I always seem to be seeking something more permanent. Couldn't I just pull the weeds once and for all? (laughs) At the beginning of the eighth chapter of Amos, God presents Amos with a big basket of summer fruit and says, what do you see, Amos? And Amos says, 
a basket of summer fruit. Just like your nation, says God, a bowl of cherries today, the pits tomorrow. (laughs) Amos lived in a time when the nation was very successful and self-satisfied. Most people thought that life was and would continue to be a bowl of cherries. God tells Amos that these cherries won't last long. This was news that, he would re- that they would really rather not have heard, and it's news that we would rather not hear as well. The reason we have trouble with Amos' lesson is that we'd all like our bowl of cherries to last forever, when of course they won't. And of course, this is not the appropriate time or place to explain what happens if you try to eat up the whole bowl of cherries today. And then there's the farmer's market. The peaches and the plums and the nectarines all look so good. I invariably buy enough to last for five people for five weeks when there are only two of us and they're rotting by the third day. I can't seem to remember that the basket of summer fruit won't last forever or that nothing else will, for that matter. This is one of the hardest lessons to learn. Our life happens in the present moment, not in the past, not in the future, just right now. T.S. Eliot called this moment the still point in the turning world. In his four quartets, he says, at the still point of the turning world, neither flesh nor fleshless, neither from nor towards, at the still point, there the dance is, but neither arrest nor movement. And do not call it fixity, where past and future are gathered, neither movement from nor towards, neither ascent nor decline, except for the point, the still point. There would be no dance, and there is only the dance. There is only the dance, and the dance is in the present moment. We cannot dance in the past, and we cannot dance in the future. We can only dance right now. That's the one thing I learned a few years back when Ruth and I took a class in ballroom dancing. I was forever dwelling on past mistakes or planning future steps. It kept me from being present to the moment of the dance. Someone stated one of the truths of ballroom dancing when they pointed out that Ginger Rogers had to do everything that Fred Astaire did but backward and in high heels. Our teacher, on the other hand, had compassion for the men. She said, we had an extra hard job because we were supposed to both remember the steps and lead. One man replied, and yes, that's doubly hard with someone whispering instructions in your ear. We cannot dance in the past or in the future. We can only dance right now. We cannot love in the past or in the future. We can only love right now. We cannot know God in the past or in the future. We can only know God right now. Now is the time of our lives. Nothing ultimately lasts. We don't like that idea much. We want to hold on to what we have built. We want to plan for the future. Of course, it is in our nature to do those things, even though we 
always do them in the present. I think the more important point here is that spending our time holding on to the past or planning for the future may lead us to let the fruit in the bowl of the present go bad. Now is the only time we can do anything at all. Now about this morning's gospel reading about Mary and Martha. This story has sometimes been used to put down women who spend too much time in the kitchen, but that's not really what it's about. In order to understand this story, we have to remember that it comes right after the story of the Good Samaritan that we heard last week. Jesus told that story in response to the question, what must I do to be saved? To which he answered, love God with all your heart and mind and soul and strength and your neighbor as yourself. And in answer to the follow-up question, who is my neighbor, he told the story of the Good Samaritan, where the example of neighborly love is a Samaritan, a, people, a person the people had not expected to be held up that way. We often miss the fact that this story of Mary and Martha is the gospel writer's continuation of the answer, focusing on what it is to love God. The surprising thing in this story was not that Martha was slaving in the kitchen. The surprising thing was that in that patriarchal context, that Mary should be allowed to listen to the teacher at all. But the message for all of us is that giving our full attention to the teaching of the moment is a better part than doing all the things that we think we have to do to create the kind of life we think we have to have in the future. For us, slaving in the kitchen has morphed into checking our email, following our stocks, updating our Facebook page, shopping for things we might need sometime. And the better part is simply being present to each other and to God. Right now, I start to hear someone muttering back there somewhere. Is this living in the moment is all well and good, but someone has to fix dinner and do the dishes. And where would we be if no one planned for the future? Absolutely. It would have been a better story if Jesus had responded to Martha by saying, oh, you are right, Martha. You shouldn't be missing out on the conversation. Let me come into the kitchen and help you out. And Peter and John can do the dishes while you and I make the salad and continue to talk. <laughs> on the other hand, that might have gotten him crucified even sooner. <laughs> Remembering the past and planning for the future are indeed important parts of what make us human. But neglecting the present is what often makes us inhuman. Let me say that again. Neglecting the present is what often makes us inhuman. Life is a basket of summer fruit. It requires our full attention when the time is right. It means always living with an acute awareness of the present moment. Thank you for listening to the weekly podcast of Upper United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. Worship services are Sunday at 10 a.m. at 1953 Hopkins Street in Berkeley. Child care is provided during worship. Visit our website at www.
epworthberkeley.org. Oh,